Warning, this is an after-hours episode of The Quash. We are not responsible for any offense taken. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. I am Legal Man. It's going to be a good episode. This is an after-hours episode and a bonus. And after-hours are, of course, a little bit more freewheeling than a regular episode. And what I want to talk about is the role that social media is playing in maintaining and creating the ability to totally detach people's beliefs and conversation from the reality that they actually encounter in the world. Because it's amazing what's been going on with this pandemic where nobody's dying. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I have practiced law for 30 years. And I used to be America's most trusted lawyer before these podcasts started for about 15 years, but now I think I'm down to three behind Chuck Schumer and Hillary Clinton. So <laughs> it's not exactly helping. In all seriousness, I'm, I'm just sitting around amazed. I keep expecting that surely at some point the maximum level of bullshit is going to be reached and the people will start pushing back. But I'm starting to become more and more demoralized that in fact that's not going to happen. That really the politicians and the government officials could come out and say anything and the people would accept it and believe it. Because at this point, I saw an actual headline that said, one death every eight seconds. (laughs) What the fuck are they talking about? There's nobody dying around here. Nobody's even sick. I still, five months into this, I still don't know anyone who's even sick. Let alone people dying all over the place. It's, It's the weirdest thing. It is... This entire thing, I did a whole show on how this is not a pandemic, it's a psychological operation, and it clearly is. Because the virtue signaling that's taken over from the social media, it's mind-bending. What a fantastic control system social media is. You know, if you read Cialdini, uh, Robert Cialdini, he's a marketing master, and he talks about things about how people become entrenched in positions very easily. They even take very, very small positions, especially publicly. And social media is designed to make sure that people take very public positions very early. And what's happening very early? Well, very early, the official bullshit narrative is being spewed. And what people want to do is they want to appear to be sympathetic and empathetic and they want a bunch of attention for sending a bunch of stupid heart emojis and oh hearts and prayers and all this stupid shit. So they they take a position that confirms the official narrative. And by doing that, they lock themselves into that position. And we are seeing that now with this pandemic so clearly because very early on, people were like, oh, we got to be safe. We got to be safe, safe than sorry. And all this crap. People are worried about saving granny and all this bullshit. And now, months and months and months into it, when it's just becoming blatantly clear that they're being lied to night and day about what's going on, the people dig in more. And that's exactly what the psychological sort of profile would say they will do. 
when you face cognitive dissonance, especially when you've already taken a public position, instead of realizing and accepting and acknowledging, people dig in more and start taking more and more absurd positions. It's the exact same reason that people continue to defend all their political heroes who never, ever, ever do what they fucking claim, ever. It's just excuse after excuse after excuse on every side. And that's what's going on here with this absurd fake pandemic. No matter how much evidence piles up, that this is not in any way legitimate, that the danger is nothing like they claim. They just keep saying it. And of course, the media is so totally and fully controlled that every piece of it, every single piece of it falls in lockstep. All the different ads and commercials that run, oh, be safe, and we've got touchless this and touchless that. It's, it, that's all it is all the time now. And they show people with the fucking mask, and I hear on the radio, oh, don't buy, why risk your health to buy a car now that the, we're coming out of lockdown? Well, fucking risk your health to buy a car? What kind of insane brainwashing is that? See, and the people, they're not resistant to it because, one, they're busy, and a lot of them are just plain stupid, but they just they live in such a sea of lies. They're just used to being lied to like this. Nothing about what they see in the world conforms to what they're told about the world. It's always a disconnect, and this pandemic is just another classic example of a total disconnect. And I go through in all my podcasts, I show how... Basically, everything people are told is just upside-down truth. It's not true. It's the opposite of truth. And I call it the 179 Club, which is they try as much as possible to make it 180 degrees off from what other truth is. So I call it the 179 Club. And, it, and it, every time I investigate things, that's what it turns out to be, just utter and complete bullshit. And this pandemic, no matter how long it runs on, it's becoming clear that people are not going to catch on. They're not going to push back. It's just not going to happen. It doesn't matter how destroyed the economy is. See, the people can't see how destroyed the economy is because all this fake money is being firehosed into the quote-unquote economy. It's just trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars now being spent that they admit to. God only knows how much they're pumping in through the Fed and back doors and handing out, propping the stock market up. We have no clue how much is being pumped in. But they're paying people more to be unemployed than they were making when they were employed. So they're buying off the people so the people don't re revolt. They're just buying them off. And they're, they're buying them off with their own money. They put them into further and further debt. And then the people are pacified because the powers that be know if they can just push it past a little ways, that the people will be so confused and distracted and have no fucking clue about what's happening, that when the thing does crash and they pull the fucking rug out, whatever made-up narrative they tell them about the reason at that time, the people will believe that just like they believe this fake pandemic story. They'll believe that because they believe anything they're told over and over again. That's just clear. And like I said, social media just plays such a central role. Lots and lots of people take positions uh, on semi-sort of professional-ish, personal kind of uh, social media sites well, you're not going to take positions in front of your professional peers and then, and then pull it back very easily. Okay, so that's, that's a very insidious way to lock people in.
Now, LinkedIn, of course, has been completely hijacked in the last few years. I'm not even on LinkedIn because it's such a fucking scam, but I know a lot of people who are, and it used to be kind of an essential service, and they're kind of driving everybody into it. But they, it used to be someplace where strictly professional things were posted. Now, it's, it's just 100% PSYOP, where they just push through bots and other bullshit, fake stories about transgender this and fucking lesbian native Indian professors and it's utter nonsense. All, all just the sort of same social memes they want to push into society jam in there. The freedom and the fucking fake pandemic and the alone together and the mask wearing, the being safe and the saving granny and all that stupid shit. They just push it all into LinkedIn. So people who take those positions early, they're not going to pull them back. You're not going to pull them back from, uh, you know, close friends and family. Maybe, maybe a little, maybe not. I'm not on Facebook either for the same reason, but people take these positions and then they're locked in. And this is a very important piece of the puzzle of what's going on right now. Very important. And since the average person knows literally nothing about economics, except again, part of the 179 club, everything they know about it is completely not true and is the opposite of the way something really works. They have no clue about how the money system even works in this country. It's totally impossible to have a market-driven economy that's free when the price of money itself is fully controlled by a private group. And that's what we have in our country. So they control the price of money. When you control the price of money, okay, you, you control all the other stuff. Of course, they create the money out of thin air, and then we have to pay them interest based upon something they never had. And, and all these different things that people won't investigate makes them totally economically illiterate. And so when the government produces all these fake statistics and reports and just tells you the economy's doing great and recovering in a V-shaped recovery, there's still fucking tons of people who think this economy is going to recover, like come booming back next year. Why? Because they're told that's what's going to happen. You know, they're, they're guys and in radio and TV and Trump runs around saying it. It's total bullshit. Just think about all the businesses, total and complete industries that are destroyed. Virtually the entire tourism industry. If you own a hotel, you're completely fucked. Restaurants, the sports were canceled for a long time. There's so many sports-related kinds of businesses. People go to watch sports. People go to attend sports. All that's gone. Rental cars, gone. Imagine if you bought a nice small boutique hotel to retire with. And now it's completely blown up. Okay, so all the things that go with renting jet skis and bikes and cars, that's all blown out now. Okay, all the air travel there, all the B&Bs, everything, that's all blown up now. Okay, all the different places people go visit in, in, when they go, that's all gone. So all tourism, conventions, that's gone, completely gone. All the stuff related to kind of school sports, you know, all these kids that go to these camps all the time, that's completely gone. All these after-school activities, all blown up. Universities where people used to attend, those things, everything outside the name brands, they're cooked, man. <laughs> they're never going to survive. No one's going to pay you forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 a year for some online horse shit. It's not going to happen. Might it survive for a semester or maybe in a year or two? Maybe. I don't know. But it's, it's ultimately, it's dead in the water because this, this kind of pandemic bullshit is just going to keep getting recycled by them because it's just a gigantic control system that has absolutely nothing to do, nothing at all to do. 
with public health and safety. That's just a lie, just a cover story. That's all it is. And the people who can't see it yet are blind. And they're the same people who think that the economy is going to come roaring back. All these retail strip centers, tons of places can't pay their rent. All these small mom and pop places, they're screwed. They're just going under completely. That means the people who have mortgages on the commercial space who require the rent payments to make the mortgage payments are also going to go under. And of course, all they're going to do is accumulate a bunch of money in some Black Rock style investment fund, and they're going to buy it all up on the cheap. Because people don't understand that the entire world is just one huge pump and dump operation being operated at the very top levels. And most of the stuff I'm saying, most people won't even know what I'm talking about. What is you? I'm already lost. Right. That's my point. My point is that the people don't have any clue what's going on. I mean, just not the slightest clue. And a lot of people actually have become kind of hungry for information as a result of this lockdown, but they have no idea where to go to find it. Now, I tell people the truth here, and that's a rare commodity in this world. Now, it doesn't necessarily lead to people being very happy with me, but that's just the way it is. You know, they've been raised on a diet of complete fairy tales their whole life. So everything they know, think they know, think they understand is all upside down. And I've spent the last 25 years just becoming disappointed over and over and over again as I find out lie after lie after lie after lie I was taught. Now, I wish I'd learned this 30 years ago. I wish I'd had someone, legal man, making the damn podcast 30 years ago so I could have fucking learned. Yeah, I would have learned because I was hungry for information. I used to go to the back of uh, you know, Soldier Fortune magazine and order books off of that. That's how ridiculous and impossible it was to find information uh, when I was growing up. Now, just fucking turn on the internet. There it is. I mean, here it is. I provide you an education that's worth a hell of a lot more than the waste of money of some fucking university. And it's free. <laughs> it's stinking free. So there's so many things about the economy that are blown up. It's when it finally stops, when this fire hosing of money stops, and it will stop when they want it to stop and not a second before. When it finally stops, the true devastation will be exposed and the people are going to be driven into so much dependency on government, it's going to be unbelievable. It's going to be unrecognizable for anything I grew up with as a kid. And I wasn't even when I grew up as a kid in the 70s, basically, 60s, 70s, and, you know, I was in my 20s and the 80s. By that time, you know, the system was pretty screwed up compared to even 30, 40, 50 years earlier. But my God, compared to now, I mean, it's just been an acceleration acceleration and they've accelerated it all with this social media garbage and of course the smartphone that allows people to be on social media and just to spew lies and of course most of social media is driven by these AI bots that that create things they create trends and then they they put up fake trends and all these different things and people they want to be part of the crowd so they follow this trending garbage then all the other psychological stuff kicks in because people don't want to be uh, cast out and they don't want to be seen as kooks. And so the government and the powers that be that both work together, they can drive society in any direction they want. And it's just becoming clear as day to me that there is basically no limit. We are 100% unhinged from any reality because what people believe, say, and take positions on no longer has to be reflected in the real world at all. This pandemic is a perfect example. 
all they actually have to do is write AI articles, put in scary pictures of people in hazmat suits, and people just believe the story. And, you know, this fear that you're going to be a kook, a conspiracy theory, and that part's the most amazing to me because a conspiracy theorist, what does that even mean, right? It means someone who doubts the government's story. That's what it means. Well, if the government brings you up on criminal charges, are you a conspiracy theorist if you expect your lawyer to challenge their, their claims and charges and, and cross-examine their witness and show that they're a bunch of liars? No, everybody wants you to do that. Everybody wants to do that if the charge is against them by government. You're not considered a conspiracy theorist for doing that. But here, when I act as a lawyer for the people, and I say, what the hell? This shit the government's putting out makes no sense. Let's apply some cross-examination to it. Let's examine it. Let's assume that what they're saying is not true. Oh, then I'm a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> so if I'm acting as your lawyer in an individual capacity, you love me. But when I tell you that they're fucking lying to the entire public over and over again in these big ways, well, then I'm a conspiracy theorist. This is, this is the upside-down world they have people living in. See, this is the upside-down world they have everybody living in. It's a 179 club. Everybody is in it. They don't know it. They don't know it. And... It's very difficult to get through to people because they're so overwhelmed by media and the cognitive distance is so great, the resistance is so great to accepting reality because of all the things they have to give up. And I make this podcast mostly because I just, for me, truth, regardless of where it leads, that's, if seeking truth has no value in itself, then I don't even know how to make sense of the world at all. We can't possibly solve problems we can't objectively talk about, look at, and accept. It's impossible. So whatever the situation is, whatever the truth is, ultimately, we have to be able to look at it. But in, see, in this culture, you're not even allowed to talk about most areas. They're completely off limits. So I stick to some of the other areas, mostly because... You just seem like such a kook if you talk about them. People can't believe it. In effect, it's like the Bible says, you have to give children milk. They have to feed them in small amounts because people aren't ready for how big the lie is that they're living under. They're just not ready for it. And I hope maybe you understand a little bit about the way this insane social media psychological thing is going on at all times now, and you can be aware of it. And try not to fall into it yourself. And maybe you can open someone's eyes to it. Because I'm telling you, the time is, is running out. <laughs> it is running out. We are going to be truly imprisoned very shortly with a digital ID. And you're going to be screwed. And if the people don't stand up and do something about it shortly, we're really, really, really going to be screwed. And I, I'm going to make a podcast at some point about these restrictions these First Amendment restrictions on peaceably assembling and why they're, they've put them out there to keep people from really being able to create any kind of resistance outside of a controlled social media electronic system where they can just shut people down and they can shame them with bots and everything else. Because if we don't do something soon, we're really screwed. That's all I can say. We're really, really screwed. And if you say you love your kids and all this other shit, then you got an obligation. you got to do something. And step one is start understanding what the truth is. Start getting together with some people that 
share it, share an interest in truth and share my podcast if you like it. I do tell you the truth, as ugly as it is sometimes. And follow me on Twitter. I'm Legal Man at US Law Review. I don't know. I think that's probably going to be it for my show today. Everybody have a nice night or day. Take care. Thank <laughs> you.